This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Joe Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. It's no mystery. Utah is in an extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joining us now, the television voice of the Utah Jazz, of course, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's up, Bowler? Hey, guys. Can't believe another week has passed. I know. It just goes by fast, doesn't it? Summer just flies by, man. Boom, boom, boom. You know what? If I was back in high school, I'd be, like, freaking right now, thinking, oh, no. That means the July 24th holiday pretty much means I'm back in school pretty pretty soon. So, Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be liking it much. Well, Buller, let's get your take on uh, the finals. Game six tonight. Do you think it all ends? Do the Bucks uh, do the Bucks win it all tonight? Well, you look. Everything points that direction. But as we all know, nothing, nothing's a guarantee, Gordon. In this well, in this league of ours, I already guaranteed right? it, Buller. Yeah, uh, I know, Gordon, I know guaranteed- you did. Yeah. <laughs> I know you did, buddy. I know you did. Look, the beauty the beauty of this league is that no lead is safe. And I, I, I won't believe anything until, uh, you know, the, the horn sounds and it's over and I watch one of the two teams exit stage left and they don't shake hands or they do. I don't know. But you know what? It only And I only say that because, look, the Jazz had a 25-point lead against the Clippers and we saw that just evaporate. That's how quick it can change with the three. And, look, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, talented. Um, and I would say they will fight. I'd be stunned if they don't. If they're on in the mid-range along with the three balls, the combinations there, you know, they'll, they'll fight. But uh, I tell you what, it's hard to, and it's hard to beat a team not only three but four straight times after going down 2-0. But it can, we, we notice it can be done as well. So um, I, I'm betting on the Bucks at home, fear the deer. If they do lose this, it will be a long way to Phoenix and a tough – I don't know if you can beat the Suns twice on their home floor. Look, what they did in Phoenix uh, was, I mean, impressive. i got to admit, that was one fun game to watch. The steal um, by Holiday and then the lob pass up to Giannis to really seal the deal. Um, what I thought was going to be a, a real dominant series by the Phoenix Suns, again, we're taught that – it, it didn't. It hasn't worked out that way. Um, you know, Giannis's hyperextension, I thought, would pretty much put them to bed. You know, Jake, I really did. I mean, it's been a it's been a season, a postseason of injury, but give him credit for fighting back through, and uh, he's played really well the last couple. You know, I bowler is it takes that stance. He comes by it honestly because he comes from the show me state. Right, <laughs> show bowler? me. Show me. What's the yeah. what's the origin of that, by the way? Do you know? 
You know, I don't know if that has anything to do with if somebody listening knows, and I should know it, but show me. I don't know if that's something to do with the old days down to mighty Mississippi. I don't know. I'm shame. I will have to look this up as soon as we're, we're done talking because you got me. Yeah. Just all I know as a kid was, okay, show me. That was, <laughs> it was like a, a challenge. Every time I turned around, my granddad would say, hey, show me that, show me. I guess that means show me if you can do it or go show me that you do it. I, I don't know. Jay, can you, uh, Austin, can Austin, you Google that Austin, real quick? He, he, he just knows because he's Mr. Know-it-all. He said that, I can't uh, believe you guys don't know this. Yeah, and Jake, I know, is waiting with bating breath to hear this. Very excited, yeah. Uh, of course, the uh, former United States House of Representatives, U.S. Congressman Willard uh, Duncan Vanderveer, who served there known. from 1897 to 1903, he once said, I come from a state that raises corn and cotton. Cockleburs and Democrats, and frothly eloquence neither, neither convinces nor satisfies me. I'm from Missouri, and you've got to show me. See, you know, Bowler, that sounded, that sounded so, almost Missouri, like he was reading that, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, was, I felt like he was uh, the man himself. Now, remember the other, the other logo or slogan that came out of Missouri was the President Harry S. Truman because the buck stops here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Independence, yeah. Missouri, and I went to his funeral. By the way, when I was a kid, yeah, that was a big really? deal. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah, why, it was really why, big. Deal. Why did you know him? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we bellied up, had a few back in the day. Um, no, no, <laughs> you know what? My dad said you must go and witness history, and I did. So, Bowler, uh, what has surprised you the most in this finals? Uh, is there anything that stands out to you? That I mean, I know you said that you thought the Suns would win, and I did as well. But uh, any, anything in particular that uh, was, was surprising? Uh, good question. Um, it's hard to be dominant for four straight, and I was so impressed with what Phoenix did in the first two games at home, I think the mid-range game, I, I think we spoke about it last week, impressed me the most, just what the Clippers did. They just pulled the trigger on 15-footers, and they were just unstoppable, Booker and, and Chris Paul. They mixed it up well with some threes, and they had inside play from DeAndre Ayton. But I give the Bucks a lot of credit. I think they've become a much more physical team defensively. Giannis has uh, pulled himself away from the injury and the doubt to be a dominant player. Holiday, um, I mean, P.J., not scoring a lot, but still being a defender. And then Pat Connington coming off the bench. you got to have bench play and critical buckets and critical moments. And to me, the Bucks have done that. Um, I thought Jake Crowder maybe would play a little bit more of an impact. I mean, he's that enforcer. Jazz fans remember Jay, obviously. Um, and he, he's played some D, but his offense hasn't really, you know, been that consistent, which is pretty much that's who Jay is. But still, uh, uh, he fit very well in Phoenix. But I've just been impressed with the way Milwaukee um, were, was not shocked out of this series. Uh, you can be mentally dead in the water after uh, after dropping two on the road. But uh, to their credit, and to Coach uh, Budenholzer, it was under some fire, you know. I mean, some pressure. I mean, look, Giannis is kind of like Donovan. You know, you, you pick him, you grow him, and it's time. And if this one got away from him, I think there have been a lot of concerns about what direction Milwaukee is going. But uh, I got to admit, uh, I've been impressed with the way they've rallied mentally. And I really believe, as we always say, 
you know, what's the percentage, Jake, of, of sport, really? I mean, isn't it 90% mental? <laughs> and, you know, I mean, these guys are all great athletes, but I've just been impressed with the way they've bounced back and they've had the attitude to say, no, no, it's going to be our, it's, it's our turn, not yours. And if they do win tonight, uh, Chris Paul will walk away uh, probably the most disappointed player in the NBA in a long time because the clock is ticking and this would have been his best opportunity to put a ring on that finger. So, Bowler, I asked, uh, I asked Gordon this question the other day, and I'll, I'll ask you. In, in an NBA world where there's so much um, drama queen stuff going on, you know, a lot of <laughs> yeah. rolling around on the ground and a lot of bellyache and do officials and a lot of uh, just you know, a lot of drama, is it okay for – because I, I feel myself feeling this way that – is it okay to root for the tough guy? The stoic guy, Giannis, who has every excuse to roll around or talk about how his knee hurts or or do anything but uh, what what he does, which is just go out there and get his job done. And and uh, you heard his, uh, I'm sure you heard his comment about living in the moment the other day. I'd like, I, he's easy to root for for me because he kind of he's kind of old school throwback in that way. You know what I mean? No, I totally know what you mean. Uh, Jerry Sloan would love this guy, right? Uh, I think a lot of coaches would because we're in a I don't know, a cycle, Jake, of where we see players, you know, look like they've been shot from the grassy knoll. I'm not trying to admit it. That's probably not a, a, a really good thing to say, but they just they just fall. It's like, where, what happened? And then the replays are embarrassing. I've been involved in so many replays where you go, oh, uh, yeah, there was no contact, but, you know, we, fans know what we're talking about. They've seen it, uh, and they've seen probably enough of it to be totally honest, is my point, is that, you know, being raked across the face looks like, you know, you've lost an ear and an arm and, and you know, your eyebrow and half your nose, and, and, and basically you barely got grazed. But you know what? It, it, until the league makes a, 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 a concerted effort and the officials don't buy this stuff, it's going to continue. And the free throws, I think you see, have, in my opinion, there's too many during the course of a night. It slows the game down. The fans don't, you know, they may get a kick out of a few, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten on Giannis. But you know what? When you're when you're getting games where I've been a part of, where you've gotten a total of seventy free throws in a in a, in a ball game, something's not going right. Um, so I don't know what the what the cure is, Jake. But I'm not a fan to to make it, you know, plain and simple. Play on. I, I that used to be. Uh, kind of a calling card for the NBA in the day, in the 80s, with Magic and Bird. Uh, it was just, you know, you, you played rough, no, you know, bump, no harm, no foul. And in reality, I'm all for that because you you really have not impeded the progress. You may have bumped him on the hip, sure, but he's still going to the rack and he scores, but they want the end one. Or if they don't make the bucket, then, of course, they want the foul and, and the two shots. Um, I don't know. That's really going to be up to the fans – like that or if they're going to voice their opinion. But I think the league has to listen. Uh, and the officials sometimes, in my opinion, are in competition a little bit with themselves. And you cannot, Jake and Gordon, have a personal vendetta against a player. I mean, what's the headline today? Scott Foster tonight, game six, the biggest nemesis of Chris Paul's career will officiate game six. So all that does is set up drama and uh, a situation that, Neither one of them can win. And that ought to be nipped in the butt, in my opinion, by the league. 
Bowler, uh, what's the likelihood, in your opinion, that the Jazz make a uh, substantial move during this offseason? Well, you've written about it. Um, you know, this is intriguing to me. As I said, I, I don't know what Ryan Smith's ownership group will do. Uh, this is the first taste of it. Um, I'm going to guess that there will be moves, and I think they will be important ones to facilitate Donovan Mitchell uh, and the quest that Ryan talked about the day he took the basketball from Gail Miller uh, and said, you know, it's your team. And he said he wanted to win now, not later. And I say that, Jake and Gordon, because, again, I think the biggest issue here is still the fear that Donovan will leave. So how do you keep a superstar? You've homegrown, by the way, and that is to surround him by the players that he needs to, to be a title contender. I just saw out of Las Vegas, if you're one of those betters, next year's predictions are already out, and, and the Jazz are in the upper echelon, but a 16-1 to 1 odds to win a title behind the typical the typical teams of the Lakers and the Nets. And, yes, even the Clippers, and that's an oddity to me, knowing that Kawhi may jump and go. In fact, there's rumors that he will declare he will opt out, even with a torn ACL. Uh, and, you know, the Phoenix Suns are right back in it. Uh, I'm not sure if Chris Paul can make it through 82 at his age, but we'll wait and see. But, yeah, I'm just saying that I think that's the biggest issue that the Jazz have got to face is to prove to Donovan that they will move forward. And in doing so, you may have to move some fan favorites and some, you know, very good pieces to try to get better. It's always a gamble. You always roll the dice. But I think Ryan Smith is a now guy. You know, he didn't get to where he is by just kind of saying, ah, let's see what happens. I mean, I think a lot of the core pieces will be there, but they may have to make some decisions that – some fans won't like, but ones that are hopefully going to make this team better because we see what the Clippers are and the way that they were going small ball. They were all six, eight, six, nine guys who can defend the perimeter, knock down threes, hit mid-range J's, get to the rim when they need to, hustle back on D. And at times, the Jazz gets stuck in a rut if the three ball is not going. So it'll be interesting to see. That's just you know my observation, but I'm excited to see how aggressive Ryan will be, what Dwayne Wade's input will be and in some of the decisions, if any. And also with Mike Conley, he, he's the first domino. Don't you guys agree? I mean, they have to, yeah. to know if Mike has interest in staying for what length of time, for what price, or is there, is there another team he feels like he has a better chance of making money for one and also attaining a championship in his uh, latter years of his career. I could also see Bowler maybe a bold draft day move. I mean, I don't yeah. know if they really are going to benefit from making the 30th pick in the draft, so maybe they I agree. they make a, a move draft night, and that sets them up to re-sign Conley. But I, I guess my, yeah. my question, and maybe you answered this a little bit, but is there anybody untouchable on the roster? Donovan. Donovan. To me. I mean, that sounds crazy, right? I don't, I don't know if there's a way people will say Rudy as well. But if there's a change of philosophy with also a new man at the helm, Justin Zanuck was the right hand with Dennis Lindsay. Dennis now is just a consultant. Z, Justin Zanuck, is going to be working hand-in-hand with the ownership group. And 
you know, Jake, the big question is if you go after the next, you know, the, another impact player, is he prepared to keep both these superstars, obviously, and with the, the, the pace scale as it is and add another piece and also include Mike in that equation? Um, that's, that's really intriguing to me because we've never been there. You know, Kevin O'Connor and Dennis and even Scotty Layden back in the day, we could almost predict that guys, right? I mean, that the Jazz were going to be cautious. And, and Dennis always said, look, I'm going to take care of, of the Miller's money and make the right decision. Well, you know, if Ryan says do it, then Justin Zanuck most likely will say, okay, we'll make the best basketball decision for this franchise because it's your money. And if you want to attain that level, then that's, you know, this is what it's going to take. So, I think there's a changing of philosophy. I may be I may be wrong, but my observation is it's a more aggressive ownership group, and they also understand the need of now. And you know what, Jake, if you, look, if you bring up you know just the Western Conference standings and really break it down, Phoenix has made an incredible run this year, and I'm not sure they can duplicate it. Okay, only because of Chris Paul's age, he's gotten through the postseason with no injuries except he was out for COVID. Um, safety precaution, safety protocol. Um, then, of course, the ACL injury to Kawhi Leonard, is, I think, changes a lot of things up. And the age of LeBron, not taking away the greatness, but look, sooner or later, right? And then you have Jamal Murray, who still is on an ACL reconstruct, repair, and rehab in Denver, and it falls right back to the Jazz again. And what are they going to do in Portland? I mean, I think those are all pieces of this discussion and the analytics of it or just breaking down the West. What kind of chance do you truly have to be back where you were winning, but also not only winning pre in the, in the regular season, but winning and going to the highest of levels in the postseason and taking advantage of some of the you know mishaps that are happening in other franchises and going ahead and making some bold moves. So I think that comes into play in this talk, too. Well, Bowler, thank you as always for dropping by and uh, enjoy the game tonight, man. Yeah, hour and a half out. So, Gordon, you're going to have to say something. Uh, you guarantee it, and if they don't, then you're going to be on audio and yes. have to say that. Lisa's pet uh, name for me is Bowler. Gotcha. <laughs> so, something like that, Bowler. Funny yeah. every, like that. every single time. And that wasn't even. Hey, Jake, I that, think that, that needs was, to be that, refreshed a bit, don't you, yeah, Jake? I do. That wasn't even Jake, his diabolical mind. It wasn't Austin. That came from a, a listener. A brilliant listener. I thought that came right from. Hey, that's Gordo, not I, a, a, a criminating audio, yeah, is it? That came from Lisa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Lisa's you know, pet uh, name Austin, for me uh, is Bowler. Austin, are you going to turn off uh, Gordon's mic real quick? I'll just talk right. to you two. Um, you guys have something planned. I mean, like you know, you can really set him up good. Oh yeah, we got we got some stuff. I've in got the bag. pages. Yeah, right. We're we're good, Bowler. I'm a young you man yet. I, I plan on doing this for years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, sure. Like I'm acting like Gordon didn't hear that. That's hell. I mean, what the hell? I mean, he didn't have his mic on. But funny. Okay, Gordo. Word. Pressure's on. I'm going to keep thinking about you. If they get down 12, don't panic. But I'll be I'll be concerned for you. <laughs> I think you should be. Thank you, Bowler. All right, guys. See you soon. Take care. See you, buddy. Uh, our good friend Craig Bowler Jack. Love it that he heard that earlier today. That was great. You guys are so freaking mean. How are we mean? Because you're you're cooking something up, really, that's going to hurt me. It will. It's true.